Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And one of the best ways to do that is to just take some time, look around, and really soak in the beauty and the majesty to be found in the good old U.S. of A. And that's why I am especially excited about speaking with our guest today, Susan Goldberg. Susan is Editor-in-Chief of National Geographic and the Editorial Director of National Geographic Partners. In her role, Susan has no doubt been lucky enough to bear witness to some incredible and awe-inspiring sights, but none are more impressive than those to be found in the book she's sharing with us today. It's called America the Beautiful, A Story in Photographs, and believe me, I can't wait to get started and share this stunningly amazing book with all of you out there. So welcome, Susan. Hello. Hello. Welcome, Susan. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. I, you just you just came back. You cut out there for a minute, but uh, thank you so much, and thanks so much for having me. Uh, well, good, because you cut out too, and I'm really glad to talk with you. I do want to start out, though, by congratulating you not only personally on your amazing career, but also in taking part in the creation of such a beautiful resource. Uh, no surprise, it's published by National Geographic, so you know it's a work of art in and of itself. But this is really beyond even the ones that I've been fortunate enough to see myself. So it had to have been a true labor of love for you and the many contributors. You know, it really was. And I think this book is coming out at such a good time. I mean, not only are we living, of course, through this terrible pandemic, as is everybody around the world, but we're in the middle of a very divisive national election. And so I find when I page through the page through the pages of, you know, go through the pages of this book, I'm minded of how beautiful our country is, how vast it is, how varied it is, how wonderful the people are. And so it, it, it leaves me with a very kind of inspiring feeling at a difficult time. You know, I was thinking exactly the same time. And, two, of course, it's a prelude to the holidays coming up, and what a wonderful way to uh, share our love for this country with those that we care about um, because it has been. It's been a rough 2020, and I think this is it's a perfect way to kind of overcome some of these things and really look at, at what we have to be grateful for. And one of the things, too, that was especially meaningful to me, it was inspired by uh, the – the America the Beautiful, a poem that turned into a kind of quasi-national anthem. And I loved reading the foreword in the book about Catherine Lee Bates. Exactly. Jill Lepore, the wonderful historian and writer, wrote this terrific foreword. I was not that aware of the background of America the Beautiful, um, written by, as you say, Catherine Lee Bates, who is a professor of English at Wellesley College. And she took a train trip across across the country back in the 1890s and ended up writing what became what a lot of people think should be the national anthem. You know, I'm not going to sing it, but everybody knows it. You know, it's the song, it's the poem that starts out, Oh, Beautiful for Spacious Skies. So, you know, it and it really, you know, makes its way through this book. So when Catherine Lee Bates writes about For Amber Waves of Grain, 
it's what she thought when she first saw Kansas. And when she writes about Purple Mountain Majesties, that's, that was her feeling when she first saw the Rocky Mountains. And so you get the words of this beautiful poem through this book married up with the photos. You know, really and truly, because we forget about, uh, again, all the wonders of the various uh, parts of the country and the people who make it that way. And in addition to being really, truly a feast for the eyes, I love the fact that you honor diversity so much. Even before you get to, like, the table of contents, there are photos from, uh, there's a woman in Puerto Rico, a shot of Broadway in New York City, dolphins in Hawaii. I just love that aspect of the book. Well, and, you know, and we also try to bring out the diversity of the country through the voices of people we quoted. We talked to some of the most famous, talk about their reflection from the states that they came from or from the territories that they came from. You know, we talked to the singer Jewel from Alaska. We talked to Katie Couric, who writes about Virginia. We talked to LeBron James, um, you know, who, who writes about Ohio. Yes, and I understand that uh, James Earl Jones, who is from your own home state of Michigan, had some interesting things to say. Oh, I love what James Earl Jones uh, wrote. You know, let me just read you a few a few sentences. He said, for many, Michigan means lakes and football, icy cold waters bundled up, or summers spent hanging up on hot city streets. For me... It was time spent in church with my grandparents or on stage at a school theater reciting lives. But we know Michigan is really about the people with big open hearts, like the kind teacher who taught me to stand up and speak. Michigan is a place where a young boy can find his true voice. And I just think that's such a lovely reflection and so many of the people writing about where they came from. You can tell how how dear those places are to them, even if they don't live there anymore. Yeah, really. I, I that, and then too, you uh, the book references historical information, but also the personal. You know, like you say, the love of of country and home and place. That just adds so much, even to these amazing photographs. But apparently, there's 300 photographs, and not only you know, they, I'm just thinking of the amount of effort and research that went into because, of course, National Geographic's files of photographs have to be incredible. So what was it like compiling all of this information? Well, the National Geographic Archives are some of the biggest, richest photo archives in the world. We have 64 million print and digital images in those archives. So the first thing we had to do was narrow it down just to U.S. photos because, of course, our, our archives are global. So first week, you know, put aside all, all of the all of the pictures from everywhere else in the world. But then we really had to look at photos spanning three centuries, the 19th, the 20th, and the 21st, and look for images that captured really the bigness of the country, the diversity of the country, you know, looked at the landscapes, the wildlife, and the people. And so we've got, you know, historic images as well as images just taken in the last several years. Um, I, I, I just... Feel like it's a it's a tour through our history as well as through our geography. Well, and Susan, I have to ask you personally: Do you have any particular favorites that you love? I mean, I know it's awfully hard to choose because they are really each of them stunning and and beautiful in its own right. You know, it is really hard. I there's a picture um, in Alaska, 
that shows the um, shows the northern lights, and uh, it is absolutely gorgeous. It's taken in 2017, and it's right next to an essay by Jewel, the the singer, and she's writing about how Alaska is the kind of place that reminds you that you're not bigger than nature, right? That that we don't control nature. That nature is just so much bigger and vaster and more powerful than any of us are. And so those words next to this picture, I find it a very very stirring combination. Well, and of course, talking about stirring combinations, the entire book is filled with them. Uh, I would love to chat with you. I know you have to run, and uh, I will let you go. But before I do, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share about the book, about our country, what you hope your readers will take away from it? Well, I hope that people will be inspired by this and, you know, reminded both through that amazing poem, all of us know the first stanza of that poem. Most of us don't know the second, third, or fourth stanzas of that poem. So reading the poem about the country, looking at the picture, reading the words, it's like a refreshing journey through uh, an America that we can feel really great about uh, instead of the moment that we're living in. So I <laughs> I, I think it's, a, it's, it's just a great promise for the future, and uh, it's a delightful break. Well, I totally agree. Uh, beyond being beautiful, beyond being historically interesting, and beyond the wonderful voices that share, it is inspiring, as are you, Susan. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. I so appreciate you having me on. Well, and also I urge all of you listeners out there, please check this book out, National Geographic's America the Beautiful, A Story in Photographs. It truly is a feast for the eyes. It will make the perfect holiday gift for anyone on your list who loves our country and wants to celebrate it in, in photos and beyond. And perhaps more importantly, the book really does represent a reason to celebrate our remarkable land and a profound call to preserve the wonders of our country for generations to come. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.